0: 1977 and 2016 versions. Roots 1977, Episode 6, creatively titled, Part 6. Blah, 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 phenomenal episode, blah, 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 one of the best shows ever made, blah, 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 you get it by now. Point is, (laughs) uh, this episode was great. Uh, It picks up about 18 years, I think after the last horrible, horrible atrocity we had to sit through, after, uh, we had to, uh, witness Kizzy get full-on raped. Her life is not as terrible now. Like, it's gone from, like, a negative seven to more of, like, a negative three. Uh, she's just living her life on, uh, Moore's land... Uh, just chugging along, doing what she has to. Uh, Tom Moore has left her alone, pretty much at this point, because she has had her kid, Chicken George. Who, by the way, we'll talk about him extensively in a few minutes. Uh, I love him. He is probably my favorite of Kunta Kinte's descendants, featured in this show. Uh, he is an incredible character. He is Flat out awesome, and Ben Vereen plays him perfectly. He is such a great character with such an amazing arc uh, that plays out so, so perfectly in this episode. Uh, But before we get into Chicken George's arc, I want to talk very quickly about the first half of this episode. Because the first half of this episode features, uh, most prominently, Kizzy getting into this relationship Uh, With this one driver from another plantation. Uh, His name is Sam. And they're getting into this relationship together. They're sort of... They're sort of forming this bond. And they strike up this relationship with one another. They have this emotional affair. And for a brief shining moment, it looks like Kizzy's actually happy. Uh, Sam flat out proposes to her and they have plans to get married. They have plans for Sam's master to buy Kizzy and they're gonna live on his plantation uh, for the rest of their lives and it's gonna be amazing. That's what we think is gonna happen. That is the nice outcome. But of course, roots giveth. Roots take the way. And we have this one excursion that Sam and Kizzy go on, where a couple of things happen. Uh, first, Kizzy's like, hey, let's go to the Reynolds Plantation. I want to see my folks. I want to see my mom and dad. I want to see how they're doing. Kizzy gets there, finds out that her mother's been sold off, And her father is dead. And we get this incredible, incredible moment. With Kizzy at her father's grave. Where she says flat out, I won't let your dream die. Uh, One day we're going to be free. Gives this really incredible speech. Gives this really incredible monologue. uh, That is so perfectly written. And Leslie Uggams delivers Beautifully, And then this is punctuated by Kizzy picking up a rock, crossing out the name Toby, and writing Kunta Kinte. So this is our final goodbye to Kunta Kinte. Uh He never did get free, although he was talking about it until the day he died. Uh, he never got free, uh, but his daughter... And his grandson are still working for that goal. And he can finally rest under the name that he was given at birth. Under his actual name, Kunta Quinte. No longer Toby. Uh, No more does he have to answer to that name. No longer does he have to answer to that slave name. He can just be himself. He is, philosophically speaking, free. He has found freedom in death, basically. So that happens, and it's an incredible, incredible moment. And then Kizzy and Sam get back. And Sam's master is really pissed off because they were told to bring the horse back before dark. That didn't happen. Uh, His master, uh, Sam's master, just almost emotes him. Almost goes as far as to put him out into the fields. And this guy who keeps saying, oh, I have a good life. I have a good life. I have a good life being someone else's property and not having my own individuality. I have a good life. And you get just a little sliver of that quote unquote good life in how the Master treats Sam at his absolute worst. And both of this sort of combined leads Kizzy to essentially remember who she is. Both of these combined lead Kizzy to essentially remember, oh, wait, I am Kuta Kinte's daughter. I'm supposed to be fighting for my freedom. I'm not supposed to get complacent. I'm not supposed to... to get into this rut to get into this false pleasure and so she breaks off that very very brief engagement Sam leaves and we're left with just Kizzy and Chicken George and Chicken George living out his life Kizzy watching over him uh, sort of steering him in the right direction And Chicken George, the reason I love Chicken George so much is because he has such an amazing arc. We begin this episode, and he's living under this myth that he's thriving. He's living under this myth that he is living a great life, that he's amazing, that he's So well off that he's just living the perfect life. Because he was born a slave. uh, He doesn't know anything else. Like, that's just all he has. That's his entire identity, as far as he knows. And yeah, Kizzy's been telling him about Kunta Quinte. He's been telling him about his grandfather. But... He didn't have the first-hand account... Because Kunta wasn't there. It was just Kizzy relaying stories of her father. Uh, So to him, it just sort of... Not necessarily fell on deaf ears, but it didn't have the same oomph to it. As as when Kunta told the stories to Kizzy himself. So it's not really hitting as hard for him. And he's just like, yeah, 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 your father, blah, 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 whatever. I'm gonna do some cockfighting now. And, and cockfighting is essentially like this drug for Chicken George, sort of this thing that he gets off on, sort of this thing that he loves and puts his entire self into and gets some false pleasure out of. It almost distracts him from the reality that he is indeed a slave, that he is indeed someone else's property and therefore has no individuality and is living as less than a person. Like, this kind of distracts him from the reality of his life. And so he lives under this myth of, like, the the good master. He lives under this myth of the good slave life. Whereas, let's be honest with ourselves, nothing such as that exists. Uh, and a couple decades go by. Uh, he gets married. He has a couple of kids. And he's still living under this myth. He's still living under this myth uh, that Tom Moore is a good master, and uh, I have a great life as, uh, as someone else's property, and therefore have no individuality at all, and I'm treated as less than human. Like, he just sort of, he has enough good, he has enough of these false pleasures to sort of forget that. And then... He sort of has certain aspects of that chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, little by little by little. Starting with this Nat Turner fiasco. Uh, Nat Turner led a full-blown slave revolt. A very infamous moment in history. And you sort of see Chicken George is... How this affects normal everyday slaves, how that major, major revolt, how that major uprising sort of affected just some random in Chicken George. How this affected some random dude who also happened to be a slave at that same time. You see how the paranoia that a lot of white slave owners felt around this event, Uh, the paranoia they felt that, like, oh, my slaves are gonna kill me, and all that, you sort of see how that paranoia trickles down and affects them negatively. Chicken George gets shot at by Tom Moore's wife. Uh, Tom threatens to shoot him and his entire family himself if there's any hint of rebellion. Uh, the cockfighting, his one pleasure goes away temporarily on a whim And then some big uh, <laughs> some big cockfighter, uh, some big cockfighter dude comes along and says "Hey chicken George, uh, I'm gonna negotiate with your master and I'm gonna try and buy you." Uh, And if I buy you, I'm going to keep your entire family together. And in five years, you're going to be free. It's a great deal. It's the best deal he's ever going to get for himself. But then Tom Moore turns it down because, of course, the money doesn't matter. All he gives a crap about is the glory of being the best cockfighter. All he cares about is the glory of having this winning record of cockfighting. Because he's a selfish, arrogant prick. So Chicken George realizes, because he's been cocking this scheme up in the background to buy himself and his family. He realizes at this moment, oh... You're never going to let me buy myself. You're never going to let me go. You're never going to let me be free. Because I'm too important to you. I'm too valuable to you. Uh, my skills as a trainer for these chickens you're doing cockfighting with, like that's all that matters to you. And he almost, like, does a whole thing where he, like, wants to kill the master. He wants to kill Tom Moore. He grabs a gun and is about to go and kill him. And then Kizzy's like, no, no, you cannot do that. You can't, don't do that. Don't be an idiot. And to get him to stop, Kizzy tells Chicken George the truth. That Tom Moore is his father. That Tom Moore forced himself on Kizzy when she was first sold to him. And. Baby popped out from that. Chicken George resulted from that rape. And it's this really heartbreaking moment where Chicken George's entire worldview shatters his entire worldview just completely erupts and he realizes at this moment uh between this and the fact that he's never going to be able to buy himself between those two things he realizes everything i thought was true is a lie Uh, I am not thriving. I am not living a good life. I am a slave, just like any other. And Tom Moore's a piece of shit. Tom Moore is an actively terrible human being who is just sadistic and completely without morals, completely without humanity, and... He's just the worst. So he goes along in this fog until eventually there is a very high-level cockfight happening. Uh, Tom Moore agrees to a bet of $10,000 if his, uh, his cock can win. If he wins this fight. And he immediately bites off more than he can chew. And in his desperation to make sure he wins, he tells Chicken George, hey, if you win this, you're free. Now... We we can debate all day whether or not this was actually true. But it ends up not mattering. Because he loses. Brutally. Uh, The chicken dies... And Chicken George is still a slave. But of course, this bet, which by the way, during the cockfight, increased to 20000 because Tom Moore is way too much of an arrogant prick. Tom Moore, in his stammering to try and uh, settle his debts... He loans chicken George out and chicken George has to go off to England for a few years in order to train more cockfighters for this one guy. He just lost to. And the agreement is a few years. When you come back, you will be free. Also, I will not sell your family. He immediately sells his family as soon as he leaves uh, it is a piece of shit move, Jesus Christ! But Chicken George does this like heartfelt goodbye uh, with Kizzy, with his wife, with his children, and then leaves for England. And then we get this great ending for Kizzy that I love. I love this last scene with Kizzy. Uh, so just some random carriage pulls up. And the driver's like, hey, uh, could you get my, uh, what's the, what do you... what did they call women back in those days? I can't remember. Uh, can you get my, uh, my lady some, some water? And Kizzy's like, yeah, Sure. And Kizzy recognizes her immediately as a much, much older Missy Ann. And there's this great exchange of dialogue where Kizzy's like, are you Missy Ann Reynolds? I'm Kizzy. And Missy Ann's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know any, insert uh, offensive word here, named Kizzy. I don't recollect anyone named Kizzy. And Kizzy's like, okay, goes over to fetch another cup of water, spits in it, gives it right to Miss Yan, and Kizzy, Kizzy is just so pleased with herself for doing this, rightfully so. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> she was the worst. Uh, but yeah, Chicken George, basically on loan to some British asshole, He's gonna come back and he's gonna be free. Maybe. We'll see how that goes. Uh, hey, this is one of the days where uh, I'm not left so heartbroken that I can't do the plugs. I can do my outro. Yay! Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode. Of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined. To send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. TomTom4468. And support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate... Everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Roots 1977 Episode 7. Talk to you then.